0: episode of not another bad movie podcast with me your host Megan Tripp. Uh, I don't usually have an extra extra bonus for the month but I thought this warranted an extra extra bonus. Uh, I wanted to invite my friend uh, Emily Bennett on to talk about her recent lifetime movie adjacent experience. Hi Emily. Hi Megan.
1: How have you been? uh busy during the christmas season yeah uh, but good yeah
0: i'm glad (laughs) so
1: uh could you tell the fine people where you work so i work at a bookstore called sundance books and music in reno nevada a great little indie bookstore it's been open for 35 years and we operate out of a an old victorian home it was built in 1906 it's pretty cool wow I didn't yeah. realize it was like a, a historic building like that. It is. It's very picturesque and it's big and lots of places that you might want to film. <laughs> but <laughs> 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 uh, uh. <Maybe>? <laughs> <laughs> um
0: Yeah. How long have you worked there?
1: I've worked there for three years now. But collectively I've worked in the book selling business for nine years. Okay. I just took a break and was at a different place for a while. Um.
0: So, when did you hear that your workplace was going
1: to be a movie location? So I handle events and marketing there. So I I was made aware pretty early on. Um, I don't remember. It was probably like May or June. That my boss first mentioned like, oh, yeah, and these people might want to film here. And I'm not sure what it is. But then I read the email and I got so excited. <laughs> I was like, please, please let this happen. Because as a bad movie fan, I, you know, of course, I'm into all the Lifetime movies and the Christmas movies. Um, for the last few years, my friend Ollie and I, we live across the world from each other. But every December we'll watch as many terrible made-for-TV Christmas movies as we can. So it was a dream come true <laughs> to hear that it might be happening in my store.
0: So had uh, your store ever been um, presented the opportunity
1: to be a movie location before? We'd... we'd, I uh, I remember, it like, a student film filming there once. But not really. Believe it or not, not a lot of movies film in Reno. <laughs> We have like a uh, sister act, and the Muppets, like, but both were like very quick little uh-huh. clips. Uh, yeah, not not the biggest filming location, Reno, but more movies should film here. So if anyone <laughs> is a filmmaker, Reno's great for all movies. <laughs> um, so I I saw the movie. It
0: was Dear Christmas, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> As uh, Melissa Joan Hart and uh, Jason Priestley. Is that right?
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Uh, I didn't see you. Are you visible in the movie at all?
1: <laughs> no, I'm not visible. <laughs> Although um, the, the actress who plays her mother in it, uh-huh. after she runs off screen, there was one point where she came over. We were in the room like across the the way, so we could hear what was going on and kind of mm-hmm. see. And then they were just like five of us just like standing there watching and not doing any work. Uh, at one point she ran over and she's like, oh, so are you guys actors or? And I think she was just being nice because we clearly were not <laughs> actors. It was July. We were like sweaty and gross and they were all like up and in their Christmas sweaters. And yeah. Yeah. But she was very nice. So, no, I'm not in there. But you can imagine me gawking off screen. <laughs> um,
0: How many days did they end up shooting there? Was it just one day or was it a few?
1: It was one day. And <laughs> they arrived like around two or something. And then they were out by like seven. Oh, wow. They are very. Yeah. And that includes decorating and They put um, like these screens on the outside of the windows in the room they were filming in. So it basically, like if you can imagine putting wax paper over windows. So light still comes in, but there's nothing going on outside the windows. So basically looks like you're on a set. Yeah. They did that and they decorated the front door and put her cardboard cutout out there and then arranged some things and then they filmed and then... They cleaned up so fast, and my boss is very, very strict about COVID protocol, so they also sprayed everything down in the room where they had been and cleaned everything up, and they were, like, talking about how they had to go to another location to film that (laughs) night and all kinds of stuff, and so they have it down to a science. Wow. that is That is a fast turnaround. (laughs) Yes, Yeah. (laughs) Cause they had like Christmas trees and yeah, it was a complete transformation.
0: Um, sorry. I did write down some questions and now I'm trying to remember. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so you said you talked to the actress that, uh, plays Melissa Joan Hart's mom.
1: Who did you
0: talk to anyone else who was uh, working on the movie?
1: I didn't really. Uh, we talked to some of the crew members and stuff. Um, my my coworker was very excited to see Melissa Joan Hart. Uh, she was, I guess, a big Sabrina fan, and so was geeking out. And then she actually got to ring her up for a book, and I <laughs> think tried to play it cool. And so when she was done with the transaction, she was like, she handed her a credit card. And she said, "Oh, can I see your ID?" And Melissa Joan <laughs> Hart kind of hesitated for a minute. She's like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> Uh, and then I had um my other coworker had a very nice moment with Ed Bigley Jr. and he bought something too and uh yeah, that well, was for Jason Priestley wasn't there, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, Ed, as uh, Chris Massey. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: that's his character's name. He's Mr. Chris. Uh-huh. his first name is Chris and his last name is <laughs> Massey. And also it's like they're not loves- even trying. <laughs> christmas uh, um and uh ed begley jr plays um uh, melissa jenhardt's dad yeah i thought it was kind him of. and then i i couldn't remember because i've seen like i don't know
1: 25 different christmas movies at this point <laughs> since yeah I saw that one. <laughs> it's him it's funny because we could hear them doing the scene a few times mm-hmm. and i kept thinking like well maybe they're rehearsing or maybe they're going to ADR like some more natural sounding dialogue afterward. And then I watched the movie and they did not. <laughs> it sounds like they're just like half asleep while they're while, like, doing that scene.
0: Is the the scene the one where they're at the bookstore that they own uh-huh. selling their daughter's uh, relationship advice book? <laughs> yeah. So there's there's and... just that one scene that's there,
1: right? Yeah, and they're like he's putting together gift baskets or something for the first responders. Oh, uh, sure. And she's like, "Oh, that's so nice." <laughs> and then they talk a bit about Jason Priestley. I think I don't know. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. they
0: want him to get together with their daughter, even though <laughs> yeah. their daughter does not live in town anymore.
1: <laughs> right. Right. <sighs> yeah. So, so that scene is is one room in our bookstore okay. out of like ten different rooms. Um, And they said they were going to put fake covers on the books that would be seen and then blur out the books that they couldn't cover Mm -hmm. because they didn't want to like get into copyright law or pay for pay to clear the covers. But when you watch it, it's pretty, it's pretty obvious what all those books were. (laughs) (laughs) They like maybe put a little bit of a filter on it, but they weren't trying too hard. (laughs)
0: So, um what did you think of the movie because it sounds like you watched it?
1: Oh, I definitely watched it. <laughs> um I thought it was it wasn't like the worst Christmas movie I've seen, sure. meaning like it wasn't the most good bad to borrow a term, but it wasn't the most boring bad one I've seen either. It yeah. was kind of middle of the road. It went on for a while, and I thought the conflict was pretty dumb. The conflict <laughs> being basically she's like, mm, I don't know if we if we have feelings for each other. And then two minutes later, she's like, yeah, I guess we do.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's she's from out of town. She's a podcaster. She works for a... Uh... <laughs> she's
1: a podcaster, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, she works for something like HeadGum or Gimlet or something. Uh... And uh, she only talks about relationships that occur around holidays.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and she wrote a whole book about it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then uh she goes home and she has to like work on her podcast, but she bar- she barely does that. And then she <laughs> she hangs out with Chris Massey all over town cuz he's like everywhere she is and he ominously tells her all the time like I'll see you tomorrow. And yeah. she's like how do you know that though? <laughs> but he always does see her tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're at Tahoe. It's it's set in Tahoe. So I guess like Incline Village or something like that. Because Melissa Joan Hart actually does have a, a home up there where they go in the summer. So I guess she's like, oh, while I'm vacationing yeah. with my family, we can also <laughs> film this. But they, they filmed a few locations in Reno. The funny thing is that when she's walking up to the bookstore... Mm-hmm. Outside is just like basically there's like a little little shopping tourist town up there, and it's like the outside of a not a strip mall, basically.
0: Yeah,
1: not not a remarkable exterior. But then as soon as she's at the door, it's our store, and it's very clearly like not brick; it's white, um, slats. like yeah, slats. Did it, thank you. White slats and completely different. They're not under an awning or anything. So I don't know why. And we have a very beautiful building. I don't. They could have been like, oh, this is in a clearing between some trees up in Tahoe and it's so beautiful. But they didn't. They were just like, we're going to use this boring bookstore and this magnificent bookstore, not to brag too much. Um, and we're just going to smush them together yeah. for the most boring. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I just thought I expected more from my store.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that seems like a wasted
1: opportunity. A little bit to me. Maybe the only thing I can think of is that they couldn't disguise enough that it was not Christmas time. Oh, yeah. There were a few times in the movie, like when she's at her parents' house, where they kind of tried to put maybe a little bit of snow out. Mm -hmm. You can still tell it's pretty hot out, but... They, it, I think it's easier to fake it up there maybe maybe or yeah. maybe they didn't they couldn't get permits to
0: shut down the street or something
1: <laughs> yeah or they couldn't just like I, I don't know <laughs> I have no idea <laughs> so uh did you hear any
0: uh hot insider gossip when they were in your store mm,
1: not really just that like. They they only had good things to say about the locations they'd filmed in, and they were all very nice, and they they treated our store well. Um, they they had been shooting at a juice place the night before, and now that I think of it, do they even go to a juice place in the movie? They go to like a restaurant or a coffee place oh, that like a could cafe. have been it, like a cafe. Yeah. Or maybe it was that one shot where she walks inside and there happened to be a juice place next door. Because they said they they completely bought the woman out of juice. And then she said, how long are you guys going to be filming? They're like, oh, we're going to be here till like 2 a.m. She's like, I'll come back. And so she came back at 2 a.m. And they bought her out of everything again. So this woman just had this amazing day with all of the cast and crew (laughs) buying her juice. That was really the only (laughs) <laughs> the only thing. <laughs> I think it seemed like something they'd all done a million times at this point. Because, you know, mostly Joan Hart, she owns the company or the production company or whatever. Oh, okay. And I think the people who wrote it have written a million of them, too. hmm And so they must just have, like, a formula, and they have their routine down, and then they get in, they get out, and they have a movie. Yeah. I imagine. So, yeah. Not too much... there's not there's not much room for scandal yeah (laughs) yeah it would be
0: kind of surprising if her production company had scandals
1: (laughs) yeah yeah it's not really her persona (laughs) yeah uh the last weekend i watched uh is it a very nutty christmas with the nutcracker guy oh Um, that's not from this year that's a Older one, right? That's an older one, yeah. yeah. But I wish it had been something crazy like that that had <laughs> at the store. Yeah, that this one, one is bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As far as like Melissa Joan Hart Christmas movies go, this one was a pretty tame one. Yeah, it's not Holiday in Handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. Oh, God. I wish. Oh. Did you see the Mario Lopez movie from this year, Felice Navidad? No. <laughs> Don't. It's really bad. <laughs> and they sing Feliz Navidad for like seven minutes straight. And you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I like this song, but it's too much. <laughs> uh,
1: well, now I want to watch it.
0: <laughs> it is kind of good, bad, just because the dialogue mm-hmm. is so strange. Yeah. Um, You also oh. get to see the director... Um portray one of the dates um it's Melissa Joan Hart she directed the movie (laughs) and she's uh like some new agey weirdo (laughs) and uh Mario Lopez is just like uh okay (laughs) and she's like you're a Leo I'm a cancer it'll never work and then she storms off that's
1: funny
0: yeah it's always those very like
1: base characters where it's like oh i I work too hard, so this is the kind of person I am. Oh, I'm in, I'm a new-agey person, so I'm going to base everything on astrology. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's very... Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty basic
1: characters. Yeah, they don't develop their characters too hard, because then that would take time, and that would take money, and then they wouldn't be able to release the Christmas movie in two months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really
0: did like... There was a Lifetime movie I liked that was set in... Somewhere in the Southwest. And I think they, they filmed it somewhere in Canada. But um, mm-hmm. it was like Christmas Yule blog.
1: Huh.
0: It, it was good because like I had two adults who were falling in love with each other. And then like they expressed how they were feeling to each other instead of just <laughs> assuming things about each other. And then they had misgivings because yeah. she wasn't from the same town he was. She was just visiting. And so like mm-hmm. she was honest about that and upfront. So, that was nice.
1: (laughs) It was like, we're actually mature people and we know how to be in relationships. Yeah. (laughs) The thing about this one, too, was it seemed like they didn't want to spend the money to cast too many people. Yeah, it's a small cast. I kept expecting, like... He talks about his nieces and his sister-in-law and how important they are to him. Oh, yeah. And a few times he even answers the phone and is like, oh, I'm talking to my sister-in-law. <laughs> I've met someone. Yeah, that's right. Christmas. <laughs> uh, but they don't bring them in ever. I thought there was going to be some scene of them meeting and it was going to be important or they were going to disapprove or that was going to factor in somehow. But no, they just... Like even when they went to the firefighter ball, she arrives too late, and there aren't. They didn't have to cast any other firemen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's true because he's the only one who stays behind because he
1: was hoping yeah. she would come, and so he's the <laughs> only person. It's like person seven o'clock and it's too late. The ball's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I think my favorite part of Dear Christmas is her sister is pregnant, and oh, I... yes. her fake belly. <laughs> <laughs> it like moves around and is light as air.
1: Yeah, because it looks like a. They literally took a basketball and put it under her shirt. It is the most round pregnancy belly I've ever seen. And you're right. Yeah, she'll sit down and it will suddenly shift. Shift up, up yeah. <laughs> and
0: then later, she's had the baby, and she still looks, you know, like a model and Uh uh, she's like sitting, I think she was like sitting on her feet on the sofa and my mom is like, she is not sitting on her feet after giving birth.
1: (laughs) She's not sitting like that for a long time. That's really funny. Uh, But yeah. Oh, dear Christmas. (laughs) The one crush who she selectively forgot is The one man who will sweep her off her feet. He's weird. He's a weird guy. If you (laughs) met this guy in real life, I don't care who he looks like. He just is obsessed with Christmas and is everywhere (laughs) and like super peppy. No flaws. He uh, yeah, you would be suspicious of this guy. Yeah, my mom said that
0: she was afraid he was a stalker.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. he remembers her from eighth grade. She doesn't remember him. He's come to back to the town where um, they were in eighth grade together in hopes, mm-hmm. I guess, to like run into her. They've lived in many different cities around the world around the same time as each other. <laughs> And this is just like, what a crazy coincidence. And it's like, I don't know, a crazy coincidence if that happens once. It happened three different times. He is following you. (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, you're right. Uh, Yeah, he definitely gives off serial killer vibes. (laughs) I wish I wish that Melissa Joan Hart would just do one like really dark Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. Where something like that does happen. And just suddenly there's a tone shift right in the middle. Who can we talk about, so she has people sending her in like testimonials basically about how they fell in love with oh, the holidays yeah. mm-hmm. and she keeps pulling them up on her iPad and just watching them and at one point it's her producer sends her a video with her newfound love with someone I guess they work with. I, it, it made it seem like they had set it up before, but I don't think they had at all. But the do you remember the man they got to play her like she's like this beautiful, like not she's not a young woman, but she's like a not too middle aged woman. Yeah. And they got this creepy man with like this (laughs) like shoulder length straight white hair. He looks like a villain. (laughs) And he's just kind of silently and creepily (laughs) smiling at her the whole time. It seems like they were like, "Well, we should give him
0: some lines so it seems natural." No, then we'll have to pay him more. <laughs> yeah, or maybe they
1: tried and he just could not even for this movie pull it off.
0: I almost wondered if he was like a crew member because an actor was unable to show up or something. Yeah, he's just sitting yeah. there the entire time. He he he's not even like emoting while he's sitting next to her. He's just like, "Is this good? Am I right? I'm just I'm just gonna yeah. sit here." <laughs> uh,
1: he seems like the kind of guy who would just like go to Sandals by himself and just like sit at the bar and try to <laughs> p- pick up I, I did not like it. <laughs> it was very strange
0: mm-hmm. they also had um, a fake video um, of the people from Married at First Sight the first season of it I don't know if you've what? ever watched Married at First Sight but um yeah, uh-uh. the, the blonde lady with the balding man, uh-huh. I think they were the very first video. They <laughs> um, they were on the first season of Married to First Sight, and they've been on Married Couples on the Couch and married during quarantine or whatever. And um, yeah, they pretended to be characters who met through some quirky means, but yeah, they're not actors. So
1: <laughs> So their whole thing is just being married? like they've they've just like built a career and their brand is that they're married I mean I don't think that they make much money off of
0: that I think they both have (laughs) jobs but yeah married at first sight is just like you show up and they marry you to whoever they think you should be married to based on a bunch of interviews they've done with you and with other people and then uh, you stay married for like six weeks And you talk to, like, counselors, the people who put you together. And then at the end of six weeks, you either divorce or stay together. And they stay together. And they've been together for, like, five years or something.
1: Wow. Good for them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now they get to be in this movie. Yeah.
0: They... (laughs) This is, like, I don't know, their fourth project with Lifetime, I guess. If you count, like, on the couch and in quarantine. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. On the couch is where the people from previous se- seasons watch the current season and give their commentary on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen, I haven't seen like every season of Married at First Sight, but I've seen like, I kind of dip in and out of that show, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I definitely recognize them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Huh. Wow. <Well>, interesting. <laughs> so that was fun. I was like, Oh, I know that. I also, I also loved that in this movie, like, it's a big deal that it's set in Tahoe but they give you one shot of the lake at night and then never again even though they're definitely (laughs) in Tahoe
0: Tahoe, (laughs) yeah that's strange
1: one of the most beautiful places (laughs) you're supposed to be focused on the beautiful love that is blossoming the man with his Santa phone case and his well his weird everything (laughs)
0: Yeah, because he's a, is he a volunteer firefighter or is he a professional firefighter? Uh, One of those two. And then he also operates a towing business. Yeah, Mr. Christmas Towing. (laughs) And he also likes to blow glass
1: as a hobby. Oh, I forgot about the glass. Yeah, (laughs) those hearts that are everywhere, which you can buy from that. From that glass blowing place, yeah, who they're also in Reno, and he sings in places. Yeah, he likes to <gasps> sing, and he decorates her parents' house. Oh, right, the outside of her parents' house.
0: <laughs> He's a, a a decorator, tow truck operator, singer, firefighter. You know, one of those. Does he cook? <laughs> Maybe he helps I feel her like with he the. Does. With the drinks. That was weird how yeah. they pre-made the drinks.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it also looked gross. They were like rimming the glass with peppermint. Or like candy canes. Yeah. But then they filled it with some sort of green liquid. It looked like an apple martini, but it couldn't have been because that would be weird. Why would you mix it? <laughs> and then if it's just straight peppermint, that's gross. Yeah. I don't yeah, know what it that It looked good. Was. Like it looked nice. Visually. Yeah, it was pretty. But... But... And then at one point they make s'mores, but then when they go to smush the marshmallow in between, it's not cooked. The graham cracker and the chocolate, yeah, it's just a raw marshmallow. <laughs> He's a psychopath.
0: <laughs> I love that. That's your determining factor. Like <laughs>
1: you, d- you eat your marshmallows raw. You're a psychopath. <laughs> no, okay. I have nothing against raw marshmallows, but don't pretend to roast it and then. <laughs> So up to it.
0: It would be really weird if you got like embarrassed on a date. You're like, ah, oh, I don't really want to like shift up towards the fire, <laughs> but I'll just pretend to be roasting this marshmallow. And maybe she won't notice. <laughs>
1: yeah, she won't notice. I'm terrified of fire. That's why Even I'm like a firefighter, so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a very bad
0: firefighter if he's terrified of fire. <laughs> hmm. Yeah.
1: Uh, oh, boy. Dear Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that title, they could have done something better with that, too.
0: Yeah. They should have named it the same thing as her fake podcast, like Holiday exactly, Love yeah. or whatever. They could have come up with a better name there, too. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. And then she does a live podcast, and she's just, like, <laughs> rambling by herself. Yeah. <laughs>
1: at home (laughs) and she's just like yeah everybody be good oh but first i'm gonna choke for five minutes and not say anything yeah y'all this movie (laughs) the more i think about it the more i'm like god this is awful (laughs) i don't want to say anything bad it's associated with my job a little bit (laughs) though no one would know unless they knew (laughs)
0: No one would know unless they knew. That is true.
1: Yeah, because the credits go by (laughs) so quickly. They're so tiny. Well,
0: it's so funny, too, when you watch credits, they'll, like, relegate it to, like, a third of the screen, and they're already advertising (laughs) the next, like, thing, or they're showing you the next programming, so you can't even read it unless you have, like, an enormous screen that takes up, like... (laughs) 60 inches and then you're like oh i can read it now but it's so fast i can barely understand it (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. she also drives from like what i'm assuming is chicago because all of these movies start in chicago she drives from there to tahoe and seeming, excuse me seemingly in like a day yeah maybe that's christmas magic (laughs) i think
0: yeah i think it's always christmas magic that's that's the thing that explains everything. <laughs> it's yeah. just a
1: Christmas miracle. Yeah, they can do sequels too though, like Dear Thanksgiving. Yeah. Or Dear Easter. And they can be they can have, like have babies and things. <laughs>
0: Especially since she has a podcast all about different holidays. It uh-huh. would be appropriate. Yeah. Did she end up moving to Tahoe then?
1: Is that the implication? Probably. They probably didn't think that far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's not going to move to Chicago. What's he going to do there? <laughs> they don't have fires there. They have. No, they have people to handle those things. They don't need one person who does everything.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he'll just like start busking. Because that's what he really <laughs> wants to do. <laughs>
1: yeah. He'll start his own podcast about Christmas.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's just 365 days of him talking about how much he loves Christmas.
1: <laughs> how much he wishes it was Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: thank you so much for agreeing on such short no- notice. Of
1: course. Yeah. I've got to share my experience and my my newfound knowledge of the inner workings of a Lifetime movie. <laughs> yeah,
0: and uh, I just uh, I I can't say words apparently, but um, <laughs> I um <clears throat> after talking about um a million Lifetime movies and just conjecturing about what it's like, it's nice to actually have some idea of what goes on. It sounds like a really well-oiled machine.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, it kind of made me wonder how many of these people are, like, they just keep signing on to Lifetime movies, like The Crew and stuff. Because they all seem to know each other pretty well. They couldn't have been filming for that long. Yeah. They all knew what their jobs were, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess everyone knows what their job is, but it just felt felt very experienced yeah yeah
0: so um do you have anything that you'd like to promote or put out there
1: no just support local bookstores as best you can um amazon is literally an evil corporation uh so just do your research most most indie bookstores will ship to you anywhere in the country and just do what you can and watch Lifetime movies, too.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They'll make you feel like you're smarter than what you're watching.
0: <laughs> yes, it's always good to watch Lifetime as you're learning about what um, indie bookstores are in your area. <laughs> I went to... Yeah, go to... Oh, Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, I went to uh, Writer's Block in Winter Park uh, yesterday to pick up a book, actually.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. If you go to IndieBound.org, I think it is, you can type in your your zip code and they'll show you all the indie bookstores in your area. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks so much for being on and I hope you have a very Merry Christmas.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. And Merry Christmas, everyone.
0: (laughs) Merry Christmas.
1: (laughs) And Happy New Year. I have
0: no idea when I'm putting this up. It may be very well after Christmas. (laughs) Christmas
1: is more of like a state of mind than a time of year. That's what Chris Massey would say, for sure.
0: Yes. Just a reminder, tell a friend about the podcast. Uh, rate and review. You can go to notanotherbadmoviepodcast.libsyn.com. That's good to know for your non podcast listening friends. And I am in all the places that usually find podcasts. And you can follow the show on Twitter at NABMPodcast. And you can email the show at notanotherbadmoviepodcast at gmail.com. I will see you all soon. Bye.